everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Uh, glad to be back. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning, tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you take in my podcast. I appreciate it. If you're new, welcome. This is my podcast. It's about 20, 30 minutes about, uh, of me just talking about different shit that is on my mind. Um, I usually start with my milestone. Um, but before I do, I just want to say, tell somebody about the podcast. I don't care if, if it's a friend, enemy, coworker, tell somebody. It could be uh, your garbage man, okay? The Amazon guy. I don't know. You know, uh, airdrop them the link by accident. All right? On your next flight, airdrop everybody the link to the podcast, okay? And let them and let them decide if they like it or not. Um, quite a few different topics to talk about today. Um, I was just looking up, um, I was, one story I want to talk about, I, I forgot to follow up and I was actually just doing a little bit of research to see, uh, where this person is now. Um, hmm. Uh, let's see. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have waited. I'll have to get an update. But anyway, I'll I'll, I'll get there when I get there. Um, I'll start with my milestone. So for those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles. And uh, I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's small. Sometimes it's nothing. But uh, I am happy to announce this week. I'm always part of my son, but I'm a very, very proud dad. I have... um, uh, a son who was part of the robotics program at his elementary school. He was one of 10 uh, kids chosen to to participate. And it's going to run for about a month, and it's like an hour after school. He's excited. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't know what it's really going to entail. I mean, they're in fourth grade, so it, it might not be anything too crazy. But I'm, I'm very excited for him. And this is something we've talked about before, and we'll see where it goes, you know? This this could be the start of uh, something that he he could be into the rest of his life. You, you never know. This could this could be his thing. Okay, robotics. I, I would be the most annoying robotics dad. Like if there's actually competitions, I would show up with the uh, with the jacket. I got a big foam finger. I I don't even know what they, what they would have, but I would be talking the most shit. It, it would be the only. <laughs> The, the first video on YouTube to have watching a dad get get thrown out of a a, a state championship for robotics because I couldn't contain I couldn't contain myself because I was basically being uh the, the, was it the Lonzo Ball of robotics just telling everybody how great my son is like he's gonna make it all the way okay right so all you all you dads you can brag about your son being these big st- athletes and eventually going on to be uh, potentially professional athletes. Hey, my son won a World Series, an NBA title, you know, an NHL championship, a Super Bowl. That ain't shit compared to my robotics. If he goes all over, you never know. He could he could do some shit dope at NASA. Hey, man, he, he invented this thing, uh, some type of rover on Mars. Or he invented the first car that we drove on Mars, right? Or, or uh, you want to talk about a hero? 
You think your son is dope because he won a state championship? My son is the chief engineer at Raytheon, okay? You think your son's a hero? My son built a delivery system for a bomb that killed millions of civilians in a foreign war. My son is a war criminal, okay? You can't you can't beat a war criminal. Oh, cool, a couple touchdowns. Oh, he threw a long bomb. Well, my son, hey, he invented bombs. All right? And we're talking billions of dollars. Patriotic shit. All right? Not some fucking fly-by-night championship that nobody's going to care about in 10 years. All right? My son's going to be in the history books. Oh, you know what somebody pointed out to me is that... um, now what what if this is what if this is the thing? Here here's a conspiracy theory. So my son's name is Miles. And if you guys like sci-fi movies from the 90s, and if you like a certain franchise called Terminator, I know Terminator was made in the 80s, but it's Terminator 2. Um, if you guys remember the Dr. Miles, what was his name? I can't remember his last name. Dr. Miles. Let me look him up. Dr. Miles, Miles Dyson. Yes. He, um, (laughs) a fictitious character. He invented the processor that would eventually create Skynet. So what if that was my miles? What if what if they got that right? Who wrote Terminator? Let me figure that out. Who invented who wrote Terminator? Who wrote Terminator? Damn, James Cameron actually wrote it? Gail Ann Hurd, are you kidding me? From Walking Dead? That is insane. Who wrote Terminator 2? James Cameron wrote that one. So what if James Cameron was right? What if Miles, what if my son is is that Miles? What if my son is that Miles? He has to make that decision. Do I destroy this computer chip that made me uh, a successful black man in an industry during a time where we really weren't prevalent? Do I want to throw that away to save white people? Hmm? (laughs) Is that what I want to do? I'm going to make my dad proud. You know what? I got to be honest. If my son chose to not uh, destroy the chip and have the robots take over the world, I will be completely fine with it. Either way, son, if this is real and you're trying to decide if you want to destroy the the chip and somehow, I don't know, you stumble upon this podcast, don't do it. Don't do it. Let it all go down, man. Fuck it. You know? That's what I say. Let it all go down, man. Keep it, man. Keep the chip. Keep the chip. I want our family name to go down in infamy. Fuck it, man. Fuck it. It's just, it's if you if you do, they still gonna call you a nigga. So just just let it all go down, son. All right. Love you, man. I know you make the right choice. Um <laughs> But speaking of um, sports and shit, uh, this 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 is a weird segue, and this is actually something pretty um, 
I felt strongly about for a long time. Now, I hope hopefully I don't uh butcher this guy's last name, but this linebacker kid, his name is David Ajabo. And this is why I am anti-loyalty when it comes to pro sports. And I'm not saying don't be a good teammate. I'm not saying to not work hard and not to sacrifice anything that you don't want to sacrifice. But that's what I feel like is overrated. So this kid is running some drills. Uh, he's getting ready for the combine or whatever. And he goes down hard. And no one comes to his aid. One of the One of the coaches actually walks by him very nonchalantly picks up the ball and just 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 like all right man let's just let's just keep going here it's a it's a cold callous business they do not care about those dudes man they really don't and i and i know eventually they did come and check on the guy but the initial reaction just shows you how cold-blooded that industry is because the minute they don't need you, the minute it financially doesn't make sense, it's not feasible, um, that it's just it's advantageous from a business standpoint to let you go, no matter what you've done for that franchise, for that city, they're going to let you go. And you're like, Chris, it's a business. Exactly. And that's why I'm, I am all for both parties treating it as such because for the longest time, uh, even to, to, uh, to a degree today, they want you to be there for the love, for the passion, for the camaraderie. All right. All this, this, this talk of, of championships and rings. They don't want you to care. Come on. You, you should be playing for the love, man. They want that's what they want you to ultimately they, that's what they want you all to play for. For the love, man, for your teammates. Do it for all the fans. Man, none of those people give a fuck about you. <laughs> okay? That's what they want back in the day. That's what it was about. They, you know, they were they, they you were satisfied with getting a shitty ring and being able to walk around, walk into any bar, all right, as a ex-player. And get free drinks and steaks and people you can tell your stories. All right. Now people want a piece of the pie. And and I'm all for it. Just the way, I mean, he's not even in the league yet. And it's just they're just like, yeah, next. You fucked up. You made it. And it's just like I I know I'm like a a, a, a um anxious, uh overthinking kook weirdo. But just like the just the way the guy was walking away, I'm just looking at him like I think he enjoys this kind of shit where it's just like he just loves people watching people get that close and just and just have it all come crumbling down. And he's just like, ah, sorry, buddy. Back of the line. Some people and I, I can't really say it's him, but some people love that. They they love to see people scrape and get this opportunity and just have some freak accident and just just take it away and everything that you've ever worked for is gone. There's just some people they they love watching they love watching that. It's and, and honestly, it's really no different than like people watching a, a, a car a watching a car accident, rubbernecking. It's just for some reason we just love seeing that intense of uh emotion and um 
yeah, disappointment. It's just people really like telling you bad news more than good news. People, they, we, we, we do. We like to see that. We like to see somebody just fucking crumble. I don't know. I don't know what it is about that. Maybe because it makes us feel better. Like, man, that guy life fucking sucks. And it just all came crashing down right now. My life is fine. It's just like, it's, it's, it's I, maybe it's the proximity to something so bad that it's, and it's not affecting you to where you feel like you might have a weird power. I, I don't know. I, I know that's weird, but to just to be that close to that much devastation and not have it affect you, I think people get off on that shit. Almost like the uh, that fear thing. Um, and, but, I'm all for players moving. I'm all for players uh, holding out. I, 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 I just, in the long run, you have to look up for yourself because that's what everybody else is doing. Because we love to talk about athlete salaries and what they make. We really do. It, it makes people mad. It makes people mad. Anytime they make a mistake, we just think about how much money they make. That guy, oh, come on, you, 15 million a year. You got to catch that. I mean, it's just, we get so mad. And it's, it's just so weird that like, and we ask the people, oh, you should take a pay cut so you can, so that you can bring this guy on and win a championship. I've said this before championships while are they're cool i love watching the nba finals all that type of shit i think it's cool to be a champion to accomplish something but at the end of the day championships are overrated they're they're worth nothing in the long run yes it can it can make you more money uh doing your career it could open door but in the long run no one cares about your championships no one cares no one no one remembers yeah there's some sports geeks but again, what is that knowledge worth? You know, if, if if you're not banking into anything, okay, that's cool. You you know who won every fucking uh World Series since 1954? Cool, man. Are you making that work for you somehow? Because I'm telling you, man. Anytime, anytime, you at any sports arena, whenever they wheel these guys to the center of the court, ice the field, these guys are hobbling. I mean, they're all fucked up, and most of the time, no one even knows who they are. Hey, f- folks, put your hands together for the 1955 uh, ch- world champs, and it's like nine of them left. Even a step, put your hands together for the 77 world championship champions. There's like eight people that go, oh, I remember that guy. I remember that guy. And yeah, it's cool. You can see these old timers. They're waving. They're looking around. And I, I can almost guarantee you all those guys are thinking, I wish I made the money that these guys make today. They didn't make shit. Their brains are beat the fuck up. Their knees are beat the fuck up. Uh, bad backs. Brains are scrambled. And, and for what? Back in the day, what, $30,000 a year? They can tell all their tough guy stories about how 
I, you know, they didn't complain. They kept playing with concussions. And, and now look at them. They're broke, and uh, no one listens to them. <laughs> I, I just uh, I, I think it's overrated. Get your money because at the end of the day, that's all that really fucking matters is securing capital for your family's future. And again, like I said off the top, I'm not saying be a dick to your, to your teammates, but you have to look out for yourself. I'm all for these guys holding out and making as much money as they can, complaining about not making enough. That's right. Because again, we, we've heard we've heard people say this thousands of times. If someone is, is willing to pay you a quarter billion dollars to play a sport, just think about how much money they're making off of you. If they're willing to give you that much over that over that time. It's got to be 10 times. It's got to be 10 times. They, they don't make a fraction of, of what they're bringing in for people. And I think eventually somehow that could change. You, you just you just never know. I mean, look at the music industry. I think I might have talked about this before, maybe even not even too long ago. I mean, look how look what we thought uh, rich um, artists looked like back in the day. That's that's some things, but then you then you find out a lot of that shit's rented. A lot of that shit belongs to the studio, you know. But now now a lot of these young rappers and artists and stuff they don't even sign the label labels. They own everything. They own all their own stuff, and you see the the level of luxury, the level of extravagance has has. I mean, it's it's gone up exponentially since I was a teenager. I mean, back in the day, rappers would would have Jeep Liberties. They would drag, about, they would brag about driving Lexuses. I mean, that's that's upper management car. You know, now it's it's. I mean, it's it's on a whole nother level now. But how they do that in sports, I have I have no idea. But people figure shit out all the time. It's just I, I remember back in the day before there was Netflix. You go, oh, man, but how would you expect people to bring with to, uh, return DVDs or tapes or whatever if if we figured it out? They'll figure out a way to get more of what they're worth. I don't know. I don't know if they can if they can get more uh, jersey sales. I I have no idea. But th- they'll figure some shit out. So if you think these motherfuckers have money now. <laughs> Man, but um, to kind of keep going with the basketball thing, man, I I, uh, I love the NCAA tournament. I actually watched um, uh, what was it uh, St. Peter's from Jersey City take down Kentucky? Man, that was um, that was fun to watch. That was so much fun. I hadn't seen uh, a game in the end like that in 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 a, in a long time. Um, but some some two seeds have gone down. Some one, uh, I think a couple, yeah, a couple ones have gone down in the last few years, but I just hadn't seen those games. But um, I could tell early on that St. Peter's was going to hold their own. Uh, I've watched a lot of basketball. I've seen a lot of these small schools hang on. And then like, you know, maybe uh, late in the first half or early in the, in the second half, um, they kind of open it up and then, and uh, they're toast, you know, they get a little too excited. Uh, A couple of turnovers. The next thing you know, a six point lead goes gross to, to 12, and 12 turns to 28, and, it, and it's over. But, I mean, St. Peter's, man, they stuck around the entire time, and Kentucky ended up making making some mistakes, and uh, they they won. It, it was, and it was so much fun to watch. I was just so caught up in that game. And just watching it, I'm like, 
this is the greatest thing that'll probably happen for most of those guys on the St. Peter's team. Maybe one of those guys will go pro, but may, more than likely none of them will go pro. And that'll be something they talk about the rest of their lives that they beat Kentucky, right? For the next 15 years when uh, one or two of those Kentucky players are perennial all-stars in NBA, that guy on St. Peter's will go, I remember that night we beat those guys. They were ranked number two, and we beat them. We were a 15 seed. And meanwhile, those Kentucky, Kentucky guys – Probably won't even remember. Actually, you know, I can't. I can't say that. They will definitely remember that loss. But they'll. But most of those guys will go on to the league to make millions of dollars, bang tens the rest of their lives, and these other dudes at St. Peter's will just end up having. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they'll they'll go on to do uh, other things but probably not to the level of financial uh, success as the guys who will go to the league. But I'm pretty sure they'll have fulfilling lives and something that they love to do. But uh, I'm, I'm digging the tournament. It's so much fun. Um, and somebody tweeted like, man, college basketball is so sloppy. And I was just like, ah, you know, people just like to say shit for Twitter. And I'm watching this game. I'm like, this has been a good game. See, this guy is full of shit, man. People just be tweeting. And sure enough, a guy just falls down. The ball goes out of bounds. Uh, the the next play, the, the guy accidentally kicks it off his foot. I'm like, you know what? He's right. But you also have to remember these are basically kids, and they're playing in the NCAA tournament. They're probably nervous as fuck. This is the moment they've all been waiting for their entire lives. It's finally here. They're doing it on TV. They're either ranked or going up against somebody ranked. It's a, It's a lot. It's a lot of nerves. And the thing, it, it just, it never goes away. First year in the tournament, okay, you win. All right, cool. I'm in the next round. Shit gets real. You're in the Sweet 16. It's even scarier. The, the Elite Eight, you're like, holy shit. Boom, the Final Four. You're like, the Final Four? I remember watching this shit as a kid. I'm here. Now you know, now you know everybody's watching you. It was the best as a kid. Just It was such a dream, you know? Could you imagine being those guys showing all the footage of everybody getting off the buses with your buddies? It's just, uh, man, it was nothing like being on the team. Nothing like being on the team. And see, that's what they do when you get to the pros. They use all those years of you playing with your friends in middle school, high school. Hey, you got to play for the love. You got to get that money, man. Get that money. That's what they're doing. All right. They're making billions. Get your millions. Uh, get your millions for your trillions for your children's. All right, I can't rap. Um, uh, you know what? I'll get into that next week. But uh, I'll I'll close out on this. Uh, there's a lot of people upset about this Leah Thompson uh, Thomas thing. Sorry, Leah Thomas. I said Thompson. People are upset about Leah Tom Thomas, the trans swimmer. Here's the thing. Most of y'all don't care about college swimming, all right? We would have never heard who won this race if this person wasn't trans. Um, I saw the young lady. She came in 17. She wrote a letter talking about she got her spot took. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you weren't even close. Um, and look, I get it, man. We're trying to include everybody in our society. It's not going to be easy. Um it's just it, there's there, it's just there's gonna be uh, growing pains when we try to include everybody. I, I don't know what the correct answer is. Uh, 
Um, I don't know. Uh, but I feel like most people that are mad are just mad at this person being trans. It's not, it's, it's not, it's truly not about uh, things being fair because a lot of people, again, a lot of people who are just anti, who are anti-trans are typically uh, anti-woman. Let's be honest. And they definitely don't give a shit about women, about women's sports. Let's, 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 let's be real. Speaking from a, a male's per- perspective, I can't, I can't speak for, for women, but um I, I just, uh, I, I, what do you, what do you do? Uh, it's a, it's a tough call. Uh, I, I believe eventually we will all, we will get it all worked out. Um, yeah, it was just, and the thing is, this the, this Leah chick didn't even win other shit that she was in. She got her ass kicked, you know. And it's just like they won one thing, uh, and I, it reminds me of this. And it, this might be a stress, but this is how I look at it. It, it this, this because this, and this isn't a. This woman thing, it's not even a life or death thing. It's not. But the way people write off police brutality, you know, people getting shot and killed over over dumb shit, silly shit. And people want to write that off as, hey, man, think of all the interactions that police have. There's, there's millions of them, and only one or two people get killed or a few people. It's not that many. Okay, well, how many, how many trans swimmers are there? How many meets are there? How many swimming? You know, how many swimming meets are, are there with these trans trans people? Probably not many, right? Pro- probably not many. And there's so many races and 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 shit to win in the in these in these worlds worlds of sport. A trans person won one thing out of how many meets? Out of how many swimmers? What is it? Is it? It's well below one percent. Well, below one person won one thing, and yet you're acting like the, the the world is is ending. But then, but then again, when it comes to, to something life or death, police brutality, you not you you want to get all clinical about numbers and shit. How come you can't do that when it comes to this? And again, and it's not life or death. And I understand, understand people work hard. They they want to win. They want to be. Ch- I, I get it. But guess what? Just like you tell everybody else, fucking work harder. Shit ain't fair. Shit ain't fair. And with that being said, there's a show. That's the show. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chris Allen Comedy. It's right there on the bottom of the screen. Um, I got a busy month. I'm excited. I got uh, comedy conversations here in Charlottesville with a, a bunch of my friends. That should be a fun uh, and um, productive talk. Of uh, a, a, a nice, a nice evening of um, a debauchery. It's going to happen that night, and that's going to be April 13th at the Southern. I'm excited about that. April 14th, the very next night in the same room, I'm at the Southern with Mark Norman. Two shows. I want to say 7 and 9.30. The first show is almost sold out. Second show is about halfway sold. Um, And then on the 16th of April, I'll be doing the Lincoln Theater in Washington, D.C. with Mark Norman. I'm very excited. And um, yeah. Oh, it was my birthday yesterday. So thanks to everybody who said happy birthday. I had a great day. We went out to eat and just chilled as a family. But uh, that's all I got, y'all. Thanks again. I'm out. Peace.